I'm Angel Donovan, and this is the Dating Skills Podcast. This is a 14-year ongoing mission to discover the truth about what works in dating, sex, and relationships, to become a better man. Join me as I leave no stone unturned, chase down every expert, role model, and mentor with insights to get us to that goal as fast as possible. This show is about bringing you the best of that information so that you can take it in and change your life for the better, step by step, episode by episode. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of DSR Podcast. If you have a unique question, something that you really need answered, maybe it's about one specific girl or one specific challenge you have, then you can just call me on 323-747-5006. That's, of course, a US number. So if you're outside the US, you can still call that number and leave me a voicemail. Just add a plus one in front of it. And there you just leave me a voicemail. Let me know what your question is. You don't have to leave your name if you don't want to. And we'll get it answered in one of the future episodes of the podcast for you. We got a question from one of you guys in the audience today. It's from Colin. He's 31 and he lives in Denver, Colorado. And this is his question. Let's dive straight into it. Essentially, my question is this. How do you date a girl who is not over her ex? I got out of a serious LTR two years last year in September. I've tried dating since then without any girlfriend material success. I met a girl about 1.5 months ago. We dated, then a few weeks into it, we made it official. This was a big deal to me as I had not called any girl my girlfriend since my last relationship. I was very excited for the title, label, but immediately I could sense she wasn't as enthusiastic about it. So this is a relatively long question. I'm going to read it all out though because I think this is something that we uh, see pretty often is the more emotionally invested you are in a situation and this tends to be in the situations that aren't going your way the more you're going to write about it the more details you're going to give us and a lot of it isn't really that important but it's just something you can notice that the longer the email the probably the worse the situation and there's going to be a lot of unnecessary details in it so nothing against you Colin it's just saying that out loud to kind of give guys a little bit of instruction there um, a lot of ideas of what their lev- their own level of emotional engagement in something, if it's appropriate or not. So uh, he continues, all along, I had a suspicion that maybe she was not over her ex. She would talk about him a lot more than any girl I've dated, at least. At first, I thought it was OK, but eventually it got on my nerves and I confronted her about it. She denied it every time and told me I just needed to be patient with her. And in time, she'll open up to me more. Finally, last week, it came to her head and we broke up, I guess. She admitted that she's hesitant with me because she's not over her ex. She said it's weird to her because they've been broken up for a year now and she dated a guy for two months prior to me. She even said her friends and sister told her he's a really nice guy and treats you very well. If he meets all your checkboxes for a boyfriend, what is the problem? To which she replied, I don't know. I just feel some resistance. So she said to Colin here. She said she needed time to think. Our last conversation concluded with her saying, just let me reach out to you. And he hasn't heard anything in over a week at, at this time. I know having spoken to him, it's uh, been longer than that now. He says, I know. I also made a dumb choice. I know to send her a stuffed animal gift in the mail with a little note thinking about you, miss you. 
and she still never replied to me at all. I just don't get it. Don't get her. Was that her way of just letting me down slowly? Did she just not want to hurt my feelings too late? And fought if she told me she needed space and time that eventually I'd get the hint. Why'd you go for all the effort to go on an online paid dating website, go through with meeting guys, having sex with them, agreeing to being their girlfriend and take down their dating profile and then go act like this, disappear without any resolution? Or is one week not that long and I'm just freaking out for nothing? I don't like feeling ignored or left in the dark. That's his whole question there. I think the first thing that's interesting to talk about here is understanding women and why they do things, right? Because there's a lot of frustration coming from this email. Why do girls do this? Why are they just trying to let me down slowly? What are they doing? So I think the first thing is to look at it from your perspective also. But because I think even if you look at it from your perspective, you could kind of understand what she's doing. And also look at like, this is how girls tend to do things. In general, as a general rule, they prefer to avoid conflict and they prefer to take the more comfortable approach a lot of the times. And I'd also say that that's a trend which I think is accelerating. Uh, you've probably heard of the term ghosting, which has become more popular. And I think that's becoming more popular because people are doing it more because we're in this information overloaded uh, planet and literally like we're getting so many texts that you can just not see like someone's message and, and not reply to it or not have time to reply it. And you see this, especially with the dating apps. It seems like you met on a dating app or a dating website, but even more so if people are getting lots of uh, emails and there's lots of flow now, there's a lot of flow between different people or different texts and it's much more likely that you're going to get ghosting now going on. So I think it's something that happens more and more. I know. I do it myself. I don't do it on purpose. Ghosting is just disappearing and not replying to people. But sometimes you're just too busy and you just don't have time. And you can see that you perhaps aren't kind of up to speed on this. And I know in your situation, you felt that you were girlfriend, boyfriend and so on. But it was very early days in it. And she did have a conversation with you. And then she kind of disappeared when you pushed a bit harder because you started pushing. You sent her the teddy bear and the, and the note and so on. So Jackson is here on the call, of course, as well as me. So I thought I'd switch to Jackson now to see what his thoughts are on the whole how girls are and if this frustration aspect. Yeah. Hey, Colin. First of all, I'd say like your situation is fairly common. Like Angel said, it's something that we do here a lot. So there are some things here that you've done wrong and could have done better and we'll cover those. But don't think that you're the only guy that's made this mistake and nobody else can can relate to this. We, we're actually dealing with quite a few of our students who are going through similar issues. So one thing that I would say is important to understand what a girl is trying to communicate to you like as guys we tend to focus on the words that a woman uses and throughout your your question i've seen a lot of situations where the woman is trying to communicate to you what she means and you're not really hearing that you're focusing on on the words so in that situation where she says she wants some space and you're saying why is she doing this? Why does she want to go through all of this just to like let me down gently? Like Angel is saying, generally women, they don't like confrontation. They would prefer to avoid that if at all possible. There's, there's some women out there who will happily tell you to your face that exactly where you stand and what they're thinking. And those women are great, but unfortunately not everybody is like that. And I've talked to a few women about this and they've told me that one potential problem they worry about is how a guy is going to react. So you have to understand from a woman's point of view, she can feel very vulnerable if she does something that makes a guy really upset. And 
a lot of women have told me that they've either themselves or like one of their friends has said something to a guy that's caused confrontation, like maybe broken up with him or said something else to make him upset. And the guy's reacted by getting physically violent with her, by becoming very aggressive, like hitting the woman, even becoming like verbally aggressive and just calling her all sorts of names, every name under the sun. So women have generally had an experience where they or one of their friends have been in a situation where they've learned it's not always a good thing to say exactly what they mean. And if, if they can avoid confrontation wherever possible, a lot of them will generally choose to do that. So that's one thing to keep in mind. It's not because women are all liars or they're, they're nasty or they're doing anything where they're trying to do anything to hurt you. They're just trying to do what they think is best in that situation to avoid anything that is uncomfortable. So it comes down to what Angel was saying, like understanding women, understanding why they do things, why they communicate the way they do, why they make the choices that they do. And I think once you understand that and understand the way they communicate, that will really help you going forward to be able to understand where she's coming from and what you, what you can do to make her feel more comfortable. And I think we'll talk more about some things that you've done here, but there's some, certainly some things you've done that are not making her feel comfortable and that have pushed her away even further. That's what I would say on that aspect. But um, yeah, I think Angel's got some more things he was going to cover and then I'll I'll give my thoughts on those as well. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of to round off the understanding women, I think a good rule is to just look at women's behaviours, especially when you're learning this stuff and you can't read in between the lines. You just look at what she actually does, her actions, right? Is she pulling away from you? Is she kind of coming towards you? Is she engaging more? And it's as simple as she texting you more. Is she texting really quickly? These simple things, is she meeting you out for dates on your terms, fitting with your schedule? Or is it difficult to meet up with them? It's, it's pretty obvious whether someone's coming towards you or moving away. And so if you just look at their actions, it's a really easy place to start understanding women without having to like interpret all of the psychology behind it. So that's definitely the simple rule to stick with at first. If you don't know what's going on, just look at her actions and coming towards you or moving away. So you did a few things wrong, which actually helped to create this situation. And, and, you know, I think Jackson's going to be bringing up the same items. The first is that you created the exact situation you wanted to avoid. And this is very common. We often in our lives, and it's not just in dating, we create a situation we're trying to avoid. So we're scared of something happening. We think about it and we start to kind of create that situation by focusing on it and bringing up the subject with people, causing aggravation around it. And eventually you you create it. So the situation you didn't want was that she was really into her boyfriend, right? By her ex-boyfriend rather and by you bringing it up and focusing the topic of conversation on it it's a conflictual conversation it's not going to go down easy it's putting more focus on it it's going to have her starting to think about it more as well rationally she said she has to start defending herself about it so it creates a, a bit of a rift between you two there's many reasons that you don't want to start focusing on that type of situation and if you think about it also you've got to kind of recognize the reality of relationships is that, say I've been with a girlfriend for two years and we had a whole bunch of very emotional, great experiences together. You know, I come along after that, I break up for whatever reason, could have been me who did it, but you can't deny that there's still this emotional attachment inside you to that previous girlfriend who spent two years, you spent a whole bunch of time with, you had a lot of highly emotional experiences, perhaps you had a strong emotional breakup. And this happens to guys as well. Often they, they find it difficult to let go of the past relationship 
This doesn't move that they don't try to get out there and start moving on. In fact, they often get pressured by their friends or they think it's the right thing to do. We actually tell guys in our programs that this is one of the things that they have to do. They have to pretty quickly start getting out there if they've broken up with a girl and start moving on. Now, we know that emotionally they're still thinking of the girl like in the last relationship and so on. And this is what girls do as well. If you just think about your own responses to things, the way you're thinking about this girl now, you can understand that she may have some feelings to a previous relationship, but it doesn't mean that she's not trying to move on or it's just actually an, a normal aspect of behavior. And sometimes you don't even want to be with someone. You could be divorced from someone and you could have divorced them, but they're still in your head sometimes, right? Because you had this strong emotional connection and a, a long relationship. So I think there's that aspect of reality you just have to understand about people. It's not as black and white as we'd like it to be that when you break up with someone, all of a sudden you feel nothing for them. Depending on the person, that'll be different. Like some people find it a lot harder to let go than others. So I think there's that just looking at the reality of the situation and then being cool with it and not creating a situation out of it, right? So jealousy is always a bad thing. And this comes across as a little bit of kind of a jealous situation. You're, you're jealous about the ex-boyfriend. And it's actually something pretty, pretty common that girls, I'll talk with girls about this. And I know from my perspective, it's one of the things that they really respect me for and they feel more comfortable with me because I'm able to talk about ex-boyfriends. I really don't care. And they've had a lot of boyfriends who weren't able to talk about these topics. And it just means that you have less of a connection with the girl because she doesn't feel comfortable about talking about those things because she thinks you're going to get jealous and you're not cool with that stuff and you make a big deal out of it. So you're overly sensitive on, on this light and you probably created, you could have probably been with the girl still and have no problems if you just hadn't focused on the ex and you'd focused on just making the relationship great and just enjoying yourself. So at this point, I'll pass the buck back to uh, Jackson and see what he thinks about that situation. Yeah, I think there's some good points there. I think for me, the thing that stood out is why is she so hung up on this guy still? And I'm imagining what the guy is probably like. And I'm guessing that he's probably done a lot of things that would be the opposite of what you have done, Colin. So it kind of sounds like you're almost pressuring her to be in a relationship. You've put this tag on things very quickly and logically that should make sense. And she's like, yeah, my friends and my sister said, yeah, you should, this guy's nice. You should, you should like him, you should be with him. And she's like, oh, I don't know. It's, I feel some resistance. So to me, it sort of comes down to like your behavior and how you're acting when you're with her versus what the, the ex-boyfriend is doing. So I imagine that he's probably having a lot of fun when he's with her. He's not putting pressure on her. He's not like making her feel like he's a jealous guy. He's doing all of these things where he's being an attractive guy and that's what she likes about him. That's what she's attracted to. And that's what she's missing because a lot of guys don't do this. So when a woman is in a relationship with a really great guy and then they break up and she goes and dates some other guys who maybe aren't as attractive, but they haven't developed themselves as much, they tend to notice what they're missing about their past relationships. So one thing that I would have done if it was me, like Angel was saying, not being jealous about it, but just talk about it and say, okay, that guy sounds like really cool. What was it about him that you really liked? And kind of get an idea of what, what are the attractive things that she found about this guy that it sounds like she's still kind of perhaps in love with in a way or has very strong feelings for. And just talk about it and get her to express those things rather than like shutting her down and feeling like, oh, this is something that we can't talk about where she feels like a part of her life is off limits because you're getting very jealous about it. I always want to make a woman feel like she can talk to me about anything. And that if she brings something up in conversation, 
I'm not going to get very emotional. I'm not going to react to it and make her feel bad for it because that's when it starts to kill that connection. And she thinks, oh, I can't, can't talk to my boyfriend about this type of stuff. So she starts to close off to you. And that's to me, that's like generally one of the first stages where she thinks, oh, maybe this isn't the guy for me because girls, they want to be in a relationship with a guy that they can completely open up to and talk to anything about and not be made to feel bad about different things. And in this situation that sounds like perhaps it's not the case that anytime she talked about something, she would see you get visibly upset. And I think you said like it, it came to a head and you said you, in quotes, broke up, I guess. So that would have come across to her as you not being able to, to handle things, not being able to handle things like a man in a masculine way. And you get upset about things from her past. So that's not really a good sign. That's not something that she'll be looking for. So that's something just to remember going forward. You want to make a girl feel that you can, that she can talk about anything with you and you're not going to be emotionally reactive to her. You're not going to be one of these guys who kind of sulks or gets upset when she's talking about her past experiences. That's one thing I would definitely keep in mind going forward. The main thing also that stands out, even if a girl is like still thinking about her ex-boyfriend, which as I said, is completely normal. In the good situation, what's going to happen is you're going to be a guy like Jackson said, who's attractive. And basically you're giving her a new emotional experience. I talk about emotions a lot is because an experience with a guy, if it's not emotionally laden, it doesn't take on a lot of power in her mind, right? So basically if her mind's going to be able to move on from her ex, she has to find something more emotionally enticing in her life and in the relationship, right? And that just comes down to you being attractive, being masculine doing things right, but also like making the relationship something, a real experience, like doing new things, testing the waters, new things, just like making it a really awesome relationship and having a lot of fun in it, giving it a lot of good emotions all the time. So it's pretty obvious from the discussion that you just didn't compare to the ex-boyfriend and the experience that she got with him. So that's something I would always kind of refer back to. If the girl is talking about her ex-boyfriend and she may do it a little bit depending on how like into him she was before. It might just come up or depending on how tightly integrated he is into her existing social circles, right? Because if they both had the same social circles and stuff, it's normal for his name to come up, right? So there's, there's nothing to get upset about. So your goal is to really create a, a much stronger emotional and deeper deeper and more unique experience in that relationship. And then any ex-boyfriend is kind of just going to fade away over time, right? As she gets more into you. And I've seen situations with, with friends and so on where one of my friends, he had an amazing, uh, very long-term relationship with a girl. It was extremely emotional and intense as well. They had many arguments I had to kind of like uh, help him with that sometimes. And it was emotional. And it was great in many ways. And he was actually very good with women also had a lot of drama. So it was, it was incredibly difficult for her to get out of that relationship because it had been such a great relationship, but also a very emotional uh, relationship as well with some negativity. And so she started dating another guy after a while and she was into him a, a bit, but he couldn't really come. She was still talking with, with my friend because he still had this very strong uh, emotional connection with her, which the other guy wasn't able to replicate, especially within a short amount of time. But what happened was as the other guy, the new guy was really cool and he, he was able to give her really good emotional feelings as their relationship developed, she was able to let go more and more, stop thinking about my friend, reduce the contact and, and, and so on. Now she's extremely happy with this new guy and obviously way more in love and it's a much better, stronger and more stable relationship and everything, right? 
So it didn't happen in a day. I think that's a relatively uh, normal process depending on the intensity of the relationship before. Now, I'm not saying like her ex was actually this amazing guy. It's all relative. It's compared to you. So right, what kind of emotional experience you're giving? And the thing I see is your, the response. I know you said it was the wrong thing to do is to send the teddy bear and to send I'm thinking of you. So that was obviously very badly calibrated. She was pulling away from you and you sent something which is saying I'm thinking about you and so on. So it wasn't the thing to do at that point. If anything, it might freak her out a little bit. She's like, I think I made it pretty clear to this guy that I wasn't interested and I wanted to move away. And then you send a teddy bear and it feels a little bit creepy. I'm sure you can get that now. But that's also like sending a teddy bear and a little thank you note. I mean, it's, it's kind of sweet, but it's not like any, a really strong kind of like an emotional movement or, or thing. So I'm, I'm guessing that in your relationship with her, the experiences weren't that spectacular. They weren't that amazing. They weren't that unique. Um, and it was probably a more run of the mill uh, kind of interaction with you guys. And it had so it had no chance of kind of overcoming her existing emotions for, for the other guy because it just didn't measure up at all. And this is basically what Jackson was referring to. So that's a bit of a different take on to how to look at that. Yeah, I think that's really important talking about the the emotional experiences that you're giving her because at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. Like the woman is going to choose to be in the relationship with the guy who gives her the best emotional experience. That's what she wants. And one thing that that sticks out to me throughout this email is I'm getting the impression, Colin, that you probably don't have a lot of experience with women or dating different women. It could be that you've been in a relationship for quite a while. I think you said you were in a relationship for two years. So you might be a guy that's been in longer term relationships and hasn't been out dating many different women. And sometimes guys in that situation, they don't have a great understanding of what to do with girls in the early stages of a relationship. And they really miss being in a long term exclusive relationship and they move too soon to try and make that happen. So it, it stands out throughout that you're being kind of needy with this girl being very like emotionally needy with a lot of different things that you've done here. And that's a massive turn off to women. It, it kills attraction very quickly. So you talked about you dated and then a few weeks into it, we made it official when you said, this was a big deal to me as I had not called any girl my girlfriend since my last relationship. And I was very excited for the title label. So that's not a great sign. You don't want to be a guy who is rushing to get into a relationship with a girl that you've known for a couple of weeks. It's generally not a very attractive thing to do. And a guy who is very successful with women is probably not going to be doing that. Now, I don't know how often you were going out with her. You said you were dating for a few weeks, whether that was going out once a week, twice a week, or whether you're going out more often than that. My rule of thumb is I'm not going to see a girl more than once a week. So for me, if I'm dating a girl for a few weeks, I've really only seen her probably like three or four times. And I'm nowhere near getting to the stage where I'm thinking about getting into an exclusive relationship with her. And the fact that you're wanting to rush into it so quickly pretty much communicates to women, this guy doesn't have a lot of options. He doesn't have like other women that he could be dating, that he barely knows me. We've only been out a few times, but he really wants to make me his girlfriend. And that kind of communicates low status things about you. And it's going to be a turnoff to many women. And in this case, uh, you said here that she seemed very hesitant about it. You were excited to be officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but she didn't seem very enthusiastic about it. So right away by her action, she's showing she's not super excited to get into a relationship with you after only knowing each other for a couple of weeks. So that's one thing that you want to keep in mind is that generally women like to pursue a guy for a relationship. 
So any time that I'm dating a girl, I never bring up the topic of us being in an exclusive relationship because that's something that she will do and she'll do that on her own terms when she's ready. In the meantime, as long as I'm going out, having fun with her, giving her these different emotional experiences like Angel was talking about and just enjoying being with her and, and doing all of these attractive things, it's not going to be an issue. It's not going to be a case where I feel like, well, if I'm not officially her boyfriend, she's going to go out and find some other guy because I know that we're having fun together. At the end of the day, labels and titles don't mean anything, okay? Especially in this day and age, people get married all the time where it's legally binding. We have to stay with each other until death, but then 50% of them break up and you'll see a lot of people break up within a couple of years. So that title, that label, it really doesn't mean anything. What matters is how a woman feels when she's with you. So if you're getting that right, you don't need the labels. I don't need a girl to think of me as her boyfriend. It's how I make her feel. So the more that you're pushing for something that generally is the girl's role to push for, it's going to push her away a bit. And that's what's happened in this situation. So I can't think of any time that I've pursued a girl for a relationship that has really turned out well. That's not to say that you can't pursue her to go out on a date and to, to get together and even to sleep with her. But in terms of getting into an exclusive relationship, it always works out better, at least in my experience, every single time when she's the one who is bringing up that topic. So that's just my rule of thumb on it. And I would suggest that you do the same. I think you'll have a lot more success doing that. And just don't be in a rush to, to settle down with one girl. Like if you're a, a single guy, you should be having the mindset that there's so many great, amazing women out there. And the more of them that you go out and meet and go on dates with, the more you're going to find the girl who is going to be right for you. The more you're going to have a lot of options and a lot of fun along the way. It sounds like you're coming from a place of scarcity, which is if I don't lock this girl down and get her into a relationship where she feels that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, I'm going to lose her and I'm not going to be able to find another woman that I'm going to miss out on something. And that was the case where she said she needed space and you were pursuing her again by sending her these gifts, which it's a good thing that you know that was bad, but clearly that's going to push her away even more. Okay. This is another example of you being very needy and it's just very unattractive to her. And in that situation, it's probably making her think, man, I really do miss my ex-boyfriend because he did a lot of things the opposite way of what Colin is doing and did things in a much more attractive way. And that's what she's missing about the guy. So your actions are kind of reinforcing to her the very things that she's missing about her ex-boyfriend. Angel? Yep. Excellent. Excellent points. My last point just on this is that there is a question also of selecting women. So uh, some women are going to be less able to let go of past relationships, right? So if you think in terms of neediness, this is a concept you, you probably understand. We've talked about it a little bit here, but there's obviously women that are needy as well as guys that are needy and clingy and they want to cling to the last relationships and they don't let go of them easily. And there's women who do the same. So there is this that element that you should understand in this situation also. So for any guys listening to this, if you come across a, a girl and she does seem to be really into her ex and not able to let go of that, depending on how long ago and everything it was. And, and everything is part of that is your responsibility, as we've said. But there are some people who will have more difficulty letting go of things in their lives. So let's, let's put it that way. So that's just something to be aware of. I would take a responsibility for yourself first and give the girl the, the best emotional experience, the best experience with you possible. And that within a month 
any situation, any girl sh- should be it, you should be progressing very well. If it's not, then potentially it's it's another issue. I have had personal experience of this myself. That's why I can talk about it because um, I've had a few less than ideal girlfriends in my travels who you know great relationships, very exciting and, and everything. However, when I finished with those girls, it was a, extremely hard for them to let go of the relationship, and they did certain things that were very annoying, disruptive to my life afterwards. Right when I look back, I look at those girls and I said, okay, they had. It was this type of girl, and I know one had a kind of medical issue because she was bipolar and so on, so that can be part of it, who had difficulty letting go, right? So they would um, follow me around in clubs or try and manipulate me by sending me letters and stuff, getting me jealous about other people, you know, all sorts of antisocial, uh, not-so-nice behaviors after we've broken up and we should be moving on, just presenting an annoyance in my life afterwards. So you can see that that would happen with some specific people, right? All people aren't exactly the same. I think that's maybe uh, 5% of cases or, or less. Um, mostly it's going to be your responsibility. and But it's just to keep this idea in your head also that there is this important factor of you should be like selecting women that are appropriate for you as well that have the ability to let go of, of relationships or whatever they, they've been doing. And I don't want to give you an out here so you can blame it on the girl because, as I say, this, is like, this hasn't happened all the time. I just want to give you an overview of the whole the whole situation and what could have also been occurring. It doesn't, it sounds like this girl's kind of normal. Like she's not too outrageous or anything. So I, I would actually think that she's just a typical girl and this doesn't apply to her. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to mention, Jackson? Uh, I think that's it. I think we covered anything. Excellent. So Colin, thanks for sending in the question. I hope you've got a, a lot out of this. If you want to send a follow up uh, question, uh, please do. Happy to help with a follow up. If we've presented some more queries for you. Just to leave you with a few takeaways. So the first one is don't get frustrated with the way women are in reality because it's a losing battle. If you go through and listen to what we've been talking about, we've been talking about how the way things are and how you've been looking at the world differently. And a lot of guys do. It's very common. Um, so the first point is like stop getting banging your head against the wall because reality is not going to change. People aren't going to change. This is the way they are. You know, I think obviously movies and, and things like that, which have given us the wrong ideas, are, are partially to blame for that or maybe our parents. So it's to let go of the old ideas and accept the reality is you're going to find everything goes a lot better. As Jackson has pointed out, also, I think you probably need a more experience in dating. So I would date for a while. It comes across that you're a little bit naive and you're not, how would you say, relaxed with dating. Jumping into a relationship in two weeks is a really tight timetable. If Jackson or I met the most amazing girl in the world, we're like, she's awesome. We we wouldn't be in a relationship within two weeks with her. It's just, it's, it's, it's a very tight timeline. You can't get to know the girl. She can't get to know you. So it just doesn't make sense at all. And then there's the other part, which is make sure you're giving the girl the best emotional experience. You're being the best guy you can in a relationship and to learn more about what that is versus what you, you know, you thought it was like sending teddy bears and, and, and stuff like that. And those are the, the free takeaways I'd give. Is there anything you would add in a, terms of a final takeaway, Jackson, just to round off? No, I would agree with that. If you do those things, I think it's definitely going to see you get better results in the future with the the next girl that you're dating. Awesome. All right, we're going to switch out here. Thanks, Colin. Take control of your dating life today. Take one idea or one insight from today's episode and apply it today. Don't wait. Do it today. That's all it takes to change your life, step by step, episode by episode. Learn more about what I, Angel Donovan, and my team do at DatingSkillsReview.com. How we help men like you take control of their dating lives.